So back in uh, 1949, uh, this little boy named uh, Ronald Hunkler, uh, he was possessed by the devil. Mm, maybe, maybe not. Um, we started talking about it last week. We're going to continue. It's going to get real, real deep in pea soup. So hang on. Here we go. Mm. Well, what's going on, man? Spooky what's season's on, man? still here, as far as I'm concerned. It's the... it's we're we're back to you and me. Weird, mm-hmm. real weird. Old school. And super I old still, school. I still feel like with the foliage being like it is outside, and it's not super stupid cold yet. I still feel like it's like the spooky season. But then last night I got home off the road and I could see a glow coming from my daughter's room. I'm like, what? She had a Christmas tree put up in there already. <laughs> oh, yeah. 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 The, the day after Halloween, my mom texted me pictures and she's got it up. Actually, no, it was Halloween. She had the well, fucking Christmas tree. <laughs> so, I won't do it yeah. until after Thanksgiving. It's usually the Sunday after Thanksgiving or at least the weekend after Thanksgiving. It's just like, no. Mm-mm. My wife's pulled in all of her plants from outside. It's starting to get cold here in Texas, you know, yeah. Yeah. getting a frost. So it's like a jungle in my house. I was like, we should just wrap Christmas lights around all this shit and just be done with it. <laughs> just be done. She, count, she counted. She's like, there's like 49 plants in here. I'm like, I believe it. Yeah. Start, yeah. You don't need a Christmas tree. You got a Christmas jungle. That's right. Start Christmas jungle. Oh, you know you are. You're in the Christmas jungle, baby. <laughs> You're going to ho, ho, ho. Oh. Uh, Doing this episode makes me, and I'll probably end up, I don't, well, tomorrow, tomorrow I'll be off with my, with my, our buddy, Derek, Derek's, right on. and then be looking for Todd in St. Louis at the Pantera Metallica show. Right uh, on, man. I'm a little jealous, but that's all right. Saturday, I might, I might watch The Exorcist. I think it's Believer. Is that the new one? The, yeah, that new one. It's on Prime. Right on. And, uh. I, it's got like the original mom from the first exorcist in it. Wow, she's still back. alive. I'm pretty sure it was her. I don't know. Okay. They, they might Could have be. CGI'd it like, you know, like Star be, Wars. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> hard hard so, tale. Some I, of went those saw, I went and saw, uh, was it five nights at Freddy's? Did you, my boy wants to see that so bad. You, you're, you can let him go by himself. Oh, it's that easy to watch. Oh yeah. I'd let okay. my, I, Yeah. I'd let my kids watch it in a heartbeat. It's not okay. scary at all. No. I, was gonna say, I think he said it was PG-13. It is, but it's like yeah. way more drama than there is scary stuff in it. So okay. They he's got Casper the fucking friendly ghost is what they do. Oh, so, did they? Yeah. I, I, I mean, he's got some, I bought him some of the graphic novels and I've read through mm-hmm. some of it and it's like, dude, that's pretty hardcore. So I thought the movie was going to be a bit rougher, but apparently no. No. Not that big a deal. There's a couple of scenes that are like, yeah, that's kind of cool. But other than that, no, no, really? nothing. Okay. I'm down. And I'm still waiting to watch The Nun 2. It's on HBO Max, man. I don't have, I canceled HBO Max. There wasn't, it, it would, I'd turn it on and be like the same shit all the time. I tried watching True Blood, but there's only so many times you can see Rogue from X, or from X-Men naked. But what about all them boobies though, man? I mean, there's lots of boobies. There's lots of boobies. 
it's just the story too. It was just, I think by season three, maybe did I make it that far? It just got to be, I was like, she's a fairy now. The fuck out of here. <laughs> it was like when I, uh, I just, I remember going out and buying twilight because I had heard and I didn't know anything about it. I didn't watch, I didn't see a preview of it. I did everybody talking about this vampire movie. Right. So I was at Walmart and I just bought it just to take home and watch. You poor bastard. I, I got home and watched that. I took that son of a bitch to work with me the next day because I know my buddy, his younger daughter is a fan of it. And I was like, here, give this to your daughter because that's fucking garbage. When he goes, when he goes to show her what, why you can't stand in the sunlight because he's a vampire, you're expecting him to explode into flames or something cool. But no, he just twinkles. I was like, that's not a vampire. It's a fucking fairy. How can my she root for the kept, werewolves? Uh, rewinding the part where he like jumps with her on his back onto a tree or something. Uh, and they're like, squirrel. <laughs> squirrel. <laughs> and I know my daughter owns all of them now. Like she's got uh, all, in, all the movies her and Jennifer have sat down and watched them. I was like, it's like, you do root for the werewolf, right? And Jennifer goes, yeah, I like him better. It's like, good, because he doesn't twinkle in the sunlight. It's so stupid. <laughs> he shits like a man, squatting over. He like, smells it. And they have and to wait he... for a thunderstorm to play baseball. Like, how fucking dumb is that? Uh, spoilers. Oh, well, if, if you haven't watched it, do yourself a favor and don't. Don't. <laughs> Just don't. Uh, how about no? No, thank you. Think I'll show this off? Say what? Everybody? Show this off for everybody. Right on, yeah, Dino's deck, listened, man. That's badass. Yeah, if you've listened to our episodes, you know my buddy Dino, skateboarding. He's got his own character skateboard deck now. And you could get get online and order one if you want to. I got me one to hang on the wall next to JD's decks. and I think they call them boards now. I think decks went out. I don't think they do that anymore. That's what I always called them. I can't keep up with these kids and their newfangled whipple whip, whip dangles or whatever they call them. I don't know. Just pass me the eight tracks, Matt. Yep. Hand me a vinyl. Well, that's come back. Can't do that anymore. I, say I got some of those too, yeah. All right. So just to summarize what happened in the last episode, if you're just tuning in now, missed it. Here's what happened. Um, devil's real. <laughs> well, you know, supposedly. Um, uh, this kid, Ronnie, um, this is back in 1947. No, seven. I'm wrong. It's 1949. Um, all these strange things started to happen to him right around the time he hits 13, 14. Um, poltergeist type stuff. And then it just kind of gradually builds and builds and builds until um, his parents have taken him to St. Louis. He's staying with some relatives. And even though he's not Catholic, there's some Catholic priest involved in there mm -hmm. pretty damn sure he's possessed yeah. uh, so they've started the process of exorcism and when we last left they were saying look we think ronnie should probably be baptized catholic because right. it it might work better since it's a catholic ritual yeah or if not we're, we got to get him in anyway we, yeah. we'll take we'll take on all comers yeah but it's like lindy said it's like a lot of times ghosts don't haunt a place or they haunt, haunt, a yeah, person. haunt a person. Yeah. And this, this one reminded me of the black monk with so much of the shit that it was doing. Only yeah. this one's way worse. Cause he wasn't as bad. I don't but, think but, he was like spitting up like buckets of mucus on people's faces with his eyes closed from across you know, the room. No, he tried to choke the daughter at the end before. I, but I think that's where he used like, it might've been one of those things where it's like, you only have so much power. He's like spawn. 
Yeah. <laughs> he used to, he used to do it all. Like, I got to reach Trying to choke that girl. Uh, so, yeah. Well, like I said, we left, I think it was March 20th, 21st, something like that. Uh, 1940, what did I say? Seven, nine. I can't remember. Nine. Uh, nine. Nine. Thank you. Uh, and once again, this all comes from uh, The Devil Came to St. Louis, the uncensored version, the true story of the 1949 exorcism written by Troy Taylor. Uh, and most of this is based on the exorcist diary that all these priests kept for this. So we kind of debunked some of the bullshit from the movies. Mm-hmm. In the last episode, like there was no Ouija board and all that stuff. Anyway, so... Blah, blah, blah. This kid spit on people. He's uh, whipped out his his wanger and uh, yeah. pissed all over the place. And then he's farting and they have to open the windows because it smells so bad. And uh, White Castle. White Castle. Yeah. Nothing but White Castle. He's in St. Louis. They're all over the place. <laughs> so here we go. It is March 23rd now. This would be two days after the last entry. Uh, Father Bowden. Bodern. Sorry. Uh, sets up a room in the St. Francis Xavier Rectory for Ronnie and his father to stay in. And that evening, Father Bodern, along with Father Bishop, who we talked about in the last episode as well, and Walter Halloran, who was the student, the one that was driving the car the first time, and he's like, oh, by the way, we need you to hold the kid down Mm -hmm. Um, because we're going to perform an exorcism. And he was just like, (gasps) okay. Uh, So those men, along with Ronnie's father and another <clears throat> pastor named Father William Van Roo, um, they go into Ronnie's room that evening to recite scripture. And Ronnie starts pulling his bullshit. He's kicking, he's screaming, he's throwing haymakers at Halloran. It takes three of these guys to hold him down. <laughs> and then Van Roo's like, oh, Mr. Halloran or Father Halloran, or he's not a father yet. Um, He's, he says, you're holding the boy down too tightly. So Halloran lets go of the kid, and then Ronnie proceeds to break his fucking nose. Yeah. That worked out well. Then Ronnie turns around and hits Van Roo in the face, giving him a nosebleed. He like, gives him a bloody nose. Uh, the whole time He's this is boxer. going on, Father Bodern's reciting from the ritual Romanum, and once again, this kid starts to urinate, break wind kicking, screaming. Uh, Edwin actually ran to open the window because the smell became so unbearable that they were like gagging. Sulfur farts. That's fucking White Castle for you. (laughs) Fucking White Castle, man. Um, Then Ronnie starts screaming, I'm in hell. And then he turns to Father Bodern and he says, I see you. You're in hell. It's 1957. He's like predicting his, he's trying to predict his death. Mm Hmm. Uh, then Bodern turned pale for a second, and for the first time, he just kind of stopped saying his prayers and like kind of lost it for a second. And they, I think that's the job of the demon. Yeah, to get you off yeah. your game, and he yeah. let it in. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. it's been doing this the whole time. Uh, so then he just stops, continues his prayers, as the boy continued to laugh, scream, describe his penis, along with everyone else's in the room. <laughs> Okay, uh, he's comparing them. It's like I locker guess, room talk. Know. Okay, a lot on there is hung like a pimple. A lot on yeah. there is hung like a horse. He's <laughs> got a kirk in it. That <laughs> one's a little to the left. That yeah. one's a little to the right. Oh, we got a real banana over there. 
they uh, they put a towel over him to soak up all the urine because apparently there's a lot of urine. Like apparently. how much how much piss can come out of this kid? But it just keeps coming coming out in buckets. He's been tied to a bed or held down on a bed for quite some time, right? It's probably yeah, yeah. several hours at this point. Um, uh, Ronnie manages to get a hand free, tosses the towel on the floor, and then proceeds to pretend like he's jerking off on the bed. Uh, then they pin him back down to the bed again. He screams obscenities for the next few hours until around 2 a.m. when he just kind of goes limp and falls asleep. I wonder if the the jerking off part is where they got for the exorcist, the, like the crucifix scene when yeah, I believe so. finds it underneath the pillow. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so now we're on Thursday, March 24th. We got a ways to go, man. Okay. I'm just reading this stuff out of the, the, the entries here. So that's the next day. Ronnie remained at the rectory. They continued the exorcism the next evening. Uh, several other unnamed priests were there as well to assist. Uh, highlights this evening include uh, oh Ronnie calling one of the men a fat ass with big tit teats and telling the, the same man he would be with me in hell in 1956. Uh, He's predicting hits. his death too. Huh? Yeah, yeah. Which none of these came true, by the way. Uh, all along. Well, yeah. It seems like a lot of these exorcisms take a lot of time. John Constantine, it didn't take him very long. He found out whatever thing it was he needed and put it to their forehead. It's over pretty quick. No, that's Keanu Reeves. These that's are old because priests. this is real life. I know. Okay? We're not. We're not talking about John Wick. Okay. We're not talking about a comic book. <laughs> we're not talking about Ted Theodore Logan. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Other hits that evening include mentions of kissing my pecker, using my stick, and accusing the priests of having large units that they like to rub up and down. Okay, uh, sword fighting. All right. One of the priests rumored to be there that night said that Ronnie brushed them off, all the men, holding him down, lunged at Father Bodern, who was holding the ritual book, and when Ronnie hit the book with his hands, it dissolved and fell like confetti. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, that's pretty cool if that happened. Yeah. Well, okay, terrifying. Yeah. I wasn't there, so it's cool. Then Father Bodern just grabbed another copy, and they continued until 2.30 that morning when Ronnie finally passed the fuck out. I would, why would you, that's one of those things that he, he might be passed out, but why would you stop? Why wouldn't you keep going? Wouldn't you just keep doing I think they're the ritual? all exhausted. I mean. Or they just kick their ass too, probably. Yeah. 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 I mean, they're just take three of them, three or four of them to hold them down. Right. And you try one's to get got a broken fucking nose. Five or six hours, dude, you're going to be worn <laughs> out too. <laughs> one's got a broken nose. The other one, nose bleed at least. Yeah. All right. So the next day, uh, Friday, March 25th. During the day, Father Bodern spends as much time as he can with Ronnie, uh, continuing to teach him the Catholic faith with no incidents. Um, that evening, several of the Jesuit priests joined them, and they arrived after Ronnie had gone to bed to help pray. Exorcism continued, with Father Bodern continuing after Ronnie finally falls asleep. Oh, so he, did, oh, so he wasn't as tired that time, so he kept going that time. Yeah. And okay. this night, nothing happened. And everyone's thinking like, okay, maybe this is over. Maybe we got it. Maybe it's under control. I'm guessing it's the calm before the storm. Isn't it? Pretty much, yeah. More so. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I love that part. Oh, okay, we did it. It's over. It's good. <laughs> <laughs> Shit. Hey, <It was> water. 
So we're up to Saturday, March 26th. And uh, that morning, Ronnie and his dad go back to his uncle's house. No incidents. Nothing. Now, the next day, once again, make it through the whole day and night without an incident. Nothing happened. It's like it's wanting you to think it's all good and leave me alone. Like, yeah. 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 And I don't know if we touched on this. Um, they were trying to get back to Maryland. Like dad, his dad, Ronnie's dad had to go back to Maryland just because he'd missed so much work. He's like, look, if I want to keep my job, I got to go back and work for a while. So he kept going by train back and forth this whole time. So that, that even back then that was, that was expensive. That had to be, oh yeah. Yeah. It, had, and it would probably take at least a day, a whole yeah, day. Well, St. Louis to Baltimore or was it in Baltimore or just somewhere else? In Closer Maryland? to Washington, DC. Yeah. Oh, okay. Maryland. Yeah. You're, ugh. And then I, I yeah. was this take this was taking place. It, it it was at the church or it was at a. Well, so far we've been a home um, near the church. It's it was the rectory. The rectory the of the church. Okay. Yes. Okay. And then we've also been uh, to the hospital that is associated with the rectory, of the church, and St. Louis University. Okay. I mean, remember nothing happened that night that he was there. Right. They wanted everybody to get some rest. That was the last episode. Check it out if you want to check it out. Um, I've been then, past all these places. I've never been in them up, but that might be one of those things where I wouldn't mind taking a detour, just going in that church and checking it out. I've I've been in it because uh, a friend of ours, the one that I grew across the road from. Oh, yep. That's the church he got married in. Oh, crazy. But you didn't know that at the time, did you? No, no, no? I had no idea. Yeah. It's a small world. Um, it's a little world. So um, where was I? Oh yeah. Oh, sorry. So the next day Nothing was Monday, March 20, 28th. This is after, you know, a couple of days, nothing's happened. So Ronnie's dad returns to Maryland and then Ronnie's mom starts making plans for their return to Maryland. And same day, father Bodern comes back just to check on Ronnie and Ronnie's like, I'm fine. He doesn't remember anything. Like he's got, all, all the shit that's happened to him. He's just like, it's, he's blank. I'm imagining the priest walking in with like a WWE belt over his shoulder going, yeah, I took care of it. You guys be safe. Have a good one. Can you smell what the Lord's cooking? <laughs> yeah. We came, we saw, we kicked its ass. <laughs> could be. It could be. Um, just, I, I, I could just imagine the strut of that dude walking in there going, that's right. You guys are welcome. Trying to act all cool about it, you know. It's like, ah, uh, it's only just my job. It wasn't me, it was the Lord. Just doing the Lord's work, you know. <laughs> Kicking ass for the Lord. I kick ass for the Lord. I haven't watched that movie in a while either. I need to watch that. <laughs> the sketch they did the sketch they did on Saturday Night Live a long time had Richard Pryor in it. Uh, <laughs> was the sketch of the exorcist. I, I remember this. <laughs> Richard Pryor's <laughs> trying to hold him back. He goes, your mama sues socks in hell. What'd you say about mama? (laughs) Good shit. Good shit out of her. Good shit. (laughs) So nothing really happens. Um, So last last entry we had was Monday. Uh, Nothing's Mm -hmm. happened since uh, the Friday. So we make it all the way to Thursday. And uh, Ronnie gets out of bed late. It's like around 1130. Uh, PM tells his mom he's not feeling well. She tells him to go back to bed. 
but he says, you know, I'm kind of scared. He begs her to come back with him. And she follows him. As soon as he gets into the bed, his eyes cloud over, Uh-oh. seems to go into a trance, and he just sits on the bed, and it starts shaking. And then he speaks in a monotone voice, and his mom wrote down what he said. I will stay 10 days, but return in four days. If Ronnie stays, gone to lunch. If you stay and become Catholic, it will stay away. Odell, God will take it away four days after it is gone. Ten days. God is getting powerful. The last day, when it quits, it will leave a sign on my front. Father Bishop, all people that mangle with me will die a terrible death. What the fuck? It's like, it's like part of that's for his mom, Odell. Right. Part of that's for Father Bishop. Yeah. And the other is just a, st- a statement. Yeah. How? Uh, it's all fucked up. I don't know. Yeah, it doesn't go together very well, does it? <laughs> no, it doesn't make any sense, but that's like word for word uh, from but, page 176 in the Kindle edition of this book. That's, that, that's what it said. Okay. That'll throw me, that'll throw me back to uh, the Black Monk, too, because it, it came fucked around and then left for like a long period of time before it came back and really done its business. Kind of. Yeah. Let me, maybe let me think everything's all right. Or maybe it was, you know, building up like energy. All you can eat buffet and get like, you know, bulked up Level, and, leveling up. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> all right. So after this, Odell calls father Bodern, told him what had happened. So he, you know, he came to the house around 1 a.m. And because of what she told him, what because of what she'd written down about Father Bodern, he had brought in Father Van Roo, oh, Father Bishop, he had brought in Father Van Roo in his place. Um, that was the last part of that. That was, if, you know, you mess with me, you're, you're going to die. You're going to die. Yeah. You're going to die. <clears throat> sore throat, sorry. I can't sore do throat. Axel Rose today. <laughs> can do it on no days. Yeah. Uh, so they, the two priests come and begin the ritual Romanum. Uh, and Ronnie just asks for a pencil. And because he's not acting like a fucking crazy psychopath, they're like, fine, give the, give the kid a pencil. I think that's a bad move. That's a bad move. I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm picturing the Joker's magic trick from Batman, <laughs> the dark Knight. <laughs> Gonna make the pencil disappear. Yeah. Ta-da! Yeah. Uh, for the next several hours, Ronnie scrawls on the bed sheets, on sheets of paper placed in front of him. Uh, when asked his name, the demon told them, I will answer to the name of Spite. 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 Yeah. Not Spite now. Uh, so the next day in the entry is, uh, would be Friday, April 11th, very next day. Uh, Father Bodern uh, sets the date for Ronnie's baptism for the following day, April 1st. Joke's on you, devil. Yep. Or maybe not. This goes. Yeah. So this was kind of boiling. Yeah. This is kind of eventful. On the way to the church, Ronnie's sitting between his mom, Odell, and his dad, his dad named Edwin, and Ronnie's uncle, Leonard's driving the car. When they get within a few blocks of the church, the car radio start, starts to just suddenly go to static. And Uh-oh. then Ronnie screams, so you're going to baptize me. And then he starts laughing re- 
repeatedly. And then he proceeds to uh, fly from his seat toward his uncle, grab the steering wheel, and aim a car for the curb, shouting, oh. you son of a bitch. I so, thought it was going to be like the omen where he just started screaming, this is much worse. Yeah. If he says, ha ha ha, starts going, laughing. Yeah. <laughs> so his uncle Leonard reaches down, pulls the emergency brake, just as the car's bumper stops on a light pole. Handbrake curve. Handbrake curve. Then Ronnie grabs his mom by the throat. His uncle jumps out of the car, and the radio just keeps playing static. It's turned off. The, the car is off, but the radio But the radio's still going. Yeah. Okay. Um, and What's then his he, dad doing during this? How's come the uncle's doing this? He's trying everything? to get the kid off, his mom. Oh. Yeah. So it's taken both of them. Holy yeah, so shit. his uncle Leonard gets, it, gets in, and they manage to get him off Odell. Odell gets out of the car. Then she gets in the driver's seat. She jumps in the front. Leonard takes her spot in the back to help Edwin hold him down. Odell starts the car, turns off the radio, and guess what? Still playing? The radio is still fucking static as they continue to the church. Just like those movies where they unplug shit and it still keeps going. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck. If that ever happened, I swear if that ever happened, like you're like, shut off and pull the plug and it keeps going. I'm, I'm, I'm gone. I'm fucking Just, out. Yeah. I'm <laughs> fucking out. Yeah. <laughs> Hopefully everybody else in the house is awake and I can take them with me because I don't know if I'm going back to check. I'll text him. I'll text him <laughs> on the way. Know what's going on? You're like, hey, by the way, you might want to get the fuck out. Yeah. Run away. Just laugh, why? <clears throat> so when they finally get to the church, Father Bonern is right there on the steps, and he sees what's going on. He directs him to the rectory, which is right next door to the church. He does not want to take Ronnie into the church because he's afraid that it might stay in the church if he takes it into the church, which would be bad. That would be bad, but also I would think that if you could show the people that that if it worked, I mean, that would be pretty great for people's faith, I think. It would be, but at the same time, you have to understand, this is all in secret. This is all yeah, in secret. They didn't so, want, yeah. Yeah. Um, so he directs into the rectory, uh, and then... After four hours, they finally managed to baptize Ronnie. I mean, this kid's four hours to get a little kid. Four hours to get him to like take the wafer. Uh, yeah. Do communion that, and. Mm -hmm. uh, so you're not even supposed to do that if you're not already Catholic. You're not supposed to take communion with them until you are Catholic. I, like I could you, be wrong. It could just be uh, probably the actual the baptism. baptism. Yeah, because if, if coming, you go to like, you're, you're right, it comes yeah, later. If you go to a Catholic church and you're not Catholic, they don't want you to take communion with them because yeah. we're uh, we're on Friday. They want him to take communion on that Sunday. Okay, so they they're going to baptize him Catholic, then he can take communion and yeah. that'll okay. Yeah, pulling out all the uh, stops. We're going to get this. Yeah, we're going to get now, this out of this kid. I, I left out a bunch of shit that happened that night just because it's the same shit we've been talking about for the last hour and, and uh, half. Pissing, jerking um, off, saying horrible things. Yeah, spitting in people's Barton. faces and hitting them, never missing with his eyes closed. Right. I mean, the kid's got great aim. Straight boxer. Yeah. Uh, so the next day, Saturday, April 2nd, uh, Bodern had thought that the, bad the baptism would help Ronnie, but that's the day things start to get worse. Uh -huh. uh, Once he again, wakes up in the rectory. The black monk when the uncle tries to... 
when the uncle tries to go there and bless the house because the priest just tells him what to do. And he's like, I got this. Yeah. And that's when shit gets real bad. That's when shit got real. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, so that's what you want to do? Okay. Yeah. I was only messing around making messes before. Now I'm going to get evil. I'm going to get evil up in here. Uh, So, you know, Ronnie had always been sort of coherent during the day. You know, at some points it was always in and out, but he'd wake up and he'd be fine. Wouldn't remember occasionally. Right. Yes. But that day on Saturday, April 2nd, he woke up in a trance like state that lasted over 15 hours. He never got out of bed. He became more violent, thrashing around and barking and howling like a wild animal. I've heard that too. Yeah. Yeah. Good baby. Good. (laughs) Wasn't that that nice? Yeah. Are there any recordings of this, this boy? Uh, that no. they made, or probably they were trying to keep it secret. They didn't want yeah. any of this. Like okay. I said, Father Bodern, or and I'm sorry, not Father Bodern, uh, Father Bishop is the one that kept this this exorcist diary. And like if it wasn't for Father the diary, like that, people wouldn't have. This was never, this was only found right before they were tearing down the hospital. Where, so that was basically kept for himself or church records. And it was supposed to be for church records to help. Okay. In case future future yeah. cases, if they need, yeah. okay. And if the church would have had their way, it never would have seen the light of day. Right. I wouldn't. No. Yeah. So. Nope. Good thing there ain't a lot of stuff like that goes on. A lot of secret yep. stuff we're not supposed to know about in the Vatican or anything like that. I'm sure that place is just this wide open place where you can just go in there and check out everything they have. Yeah, I'm sure it is. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Come right in. Just take a tour. Whatever you need. Yeah. What, what, what you look to see. They don't even let their own priests go into some of the rooms. We got enough power of Christ to compel you. We, can, we got enough to go around. Just how much you need? You can't go in there. That's where we keep the children. <laughs> hey, Matt. Hey. Oh. Uh, All right. So that Sunday, April 3rd, the priest gave Ronnie Holy Communion, which took over two hours. He kept, he kept spitting out the host. You know, the okay. wafer yeah. representing wouldn't, the body. Wouldn't accept it. Yeah. You yeah. had to accept it. The, yeah. yeah. They finally get him to swallow it. And as soon as he does, the atmosphere of the room immediately changes. He seems to calm down and relax. So at this point, they decide oh, yeah. to oh. take him home. <laughs> All right, Peter. Uh, so they say, okay, well, we're going to take him home now. And as soon as they get in the car, uh, Ronnie grabs one of the priests by the neck. Uh, named Father O'Flaherty. I'm guessing he might be uh, Irish. A little bit Irish. Possibly. And it takes Edward and Father Bodern to get Ronnie off of him. And they have to hold him down the rest of the way. Why are they so quick to think it's all over? When, after the last time, I'll be, oh, well, we gave him one of those wafers and he's good now. He's good. He's got a magic cookie. We're going to be fine. I mean, it's all good now. Yeah. That was even the Bisco brand. We broke out yeah. the good ones for him. Now, this is all in the morning, okay? Okay. So when he gets back to the house, Ronnie goes from acting completely over one minute to just like hunching over in the corner, growling under his breath the next moment. He's gotten feral. Yeah. This is not good. <laughs> yes. We're going to have to put the boy down. <laughs> it's, uh, it's like old yeller. <laughs> <laughs> so... Bodern returns that evening with uh, Father Bishop and Father O'Flaherty. I'm probably hey. fucking that up, but uh, and then they start 
They start, they start reciting their prayers again. <laughs> As Ronnie sits on the bed, and at one point, Ronnie rips the ritual romanum out of uh, Father Bodern's hands, and tore, he just tears out several pages. Wow. Uh, so Father Bodern grabs another copy. Just keeps I picture going. he's got like an Encyclopedia Britannica salesman kind of fucking just briefcase got, or whatever that's just, yeah, just like copies of, on copies in this. Yeah. Copies on copies on copies. Yeah. Yeah, I'll get my next one. <laughs> so when Father Bodern asks for a sign or name or date of departure in Latin, Ronnie stops him, repeating the phrase in Latin, then laughs and tells him to sh- stick it up his ass. Uh-oh. Now, Ronnie doesn't know Latin. I was assuming he didn't, yeah. Yeah. So, uh, so Father Bodern continues, continues the ritual. Did it say what and, the phrase was, or, or was the phrase in Latin to stick it up your ass? That's no, what no, you're no. saying? Ronnie oh. says, stick it up your ass, after he asked, like, what he had asked in Latin was sign or name and date of departure. Okay, so he asked him in Latin, and it's like he understood him. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Which is a sign of demonic possession yeah speaking um, other languages you can't really explain that that's not like you got you can't be knocked on the head and wake up and speak a different language you've never spoke before it's, it's highly unlikely very highly unlikely possible <laughs> so he continues the ritual having to raise his voice louder and louder and louder as he goes as ronnie screamed and told him to shut up shut up shut up there's a little Grant reference there for you. Yeah, Shut yeah. up. Uh, very soon after this, more scratches start to appear uh, on Ronnie's body. The number 18 appeared several times all over his body. And then finally at 1.15 a.m., Ronnie comes out of the trance and the session ends. So next couple of days go by. They're very similar. Uh, but Ronnie's parents have already made plans to return to Maryland. So they're going to go back to Maryland and father Bodern is like, shit, I don't know if I should just let this kid leave. So at the well, last it worked minute, out so well last time, right? So at the last minute he decides to go with them and he took, he took father Van Roo with him. Um, and when we get to Maryland, he spends several days trying to find someone else to continue this exorcism, but no one will do it. They say there's no one suitable suitably accepted by the church to take his spot. And I so could, it continues. I could picture him walking into a Catholic church. Excuse me, father. Wait, you want me to, to what? <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> That's above my pay grade. Yeah. No way. You got yourself in this shit. <laughs> I got things yeah. to do. So during this time, uh, one evening shortly after they arrived, um, uh, back in Maryland, it all starts again. So father Bodern, Father Van Roo, alive 30 minutes after they get the call from Ronnie's mom, and they begin their prayers again. And every time they mention Jesus or Mary, scratches appear on Ronnie's body. Uh-oh. And it's described as like it looks like razor blades from the inside. Yeah. Like in these cuts. And he's like, he's bleeding very profusely from, yeah. from, from all this. Uh, before the night was over, the words hell, spite, and several numbers were scrawled all over his body. But they continue the ritual until suddenly a deep, dark voice comes from Ronnie, 
one that neither the, the priests or Ronnie's parents had heard before. And it says, I will not go until a certain word is pronounced and this boy will never say it. Or it might have sounded more like, I will not go until a certain word is pronounced and this boy will never say it. Something like that. That was fantastic. Uh, so I, they continue to your anger until it's uh, com- until it's complete, complete, complete completion. Um, and then they examine Ronnie's body and they count over 20 sets of scratches. And by 20 sets of scratches, I'm talking like 20 different spots where he's got numbers or words all over him. Yeah, I'd be like, and stop they, counting and get the fucking peroxide some bandages and some shit up in here. Right? It's like, this gets me. It's not my job. I just open this book and I say these words in Latin. That's not my job. By the way, your bill's going to contain the amount that it's going to cost you for three dollars. Co- need some iodine. For three copies of that book that your boy went through. So we're now up to Friday, April 8th and father Bodern sits down and talks with Ronnie's parents because the entire time he's been there in Maryland, he's found no one that will help them uh, continue this process and no place that will have them perform an exorcism. There's only one place he's found. And that's back at the Alexian Brothers Hospital in St. Louis, where Ronnie had spent the night once before. That's the so, only place. So either all these people are terrified of it and believe it, or they think they're that it's full of shit and don't want to be bothered with it, maybe. Uh, I, 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 I imagine it's more, more fear, probably. I would say fear, yeah. Well, you're not really fear doing your job. Killer, at, I must not fear. Yeah, you're not really doing your job as a priest or a religious person at all if you're not willing to help out some kid that didn't do anything wrong. And, well... They don't know that he's not mentally challenged, you know, so. All right. So two days later, Sunday, April 10th, Palm Sunday, Mm -hmm. Ronnie is admitted once again to the secure ward, which is the nut fucking ward, Mm -hmm. the nutter ward of the Alexian Brothers Hospital in St. Louis. And that night they began again. And this would last until Monday, April 24th with more of the same highlights, including Ronnie levitating off the bed, his yeah, body that's, contorting that, back so far that his feet touched the back of his head. Damn. Mm-hmm. You see, you, you, you can't levitate. I don't care how fucking crazy you are. So you can just throw that shit out the window. This isn't a mental <laughs> thing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Telekinesis, Kyle. Kyle. <laughs> Dusk till dawn. The movie does still don't think, what were these, psychos? Psychos? Did those look like psychos to you? Psychos <laughs> do not explode when sunlight hits them. I don't care how fucking crazy they are. Vampires. Yeah. <laughs> fucking vampires. Yeah. So, um, yeah, uh, this ritual ends at 1045 p.m. on Monday, April 24th, when a new voice comes from Ronnie, claiming to be that of St. Michael the Archangel, and it says, I command you, Satan, and the other evil spirits to leave the body in the name of Dominus. And that's the word Ronnie would never say. Dominus. Oh, isn't that like... Latin for Lord, l- I believe. I, th- I think it's the female version of it, though. Could be. I think Dominus uh, is, would be like probably talking about Mary, if I yeah. had to... Uh, I can't remember. It's, it's either Father or Lord. Is it? Um, I thought Domina was... Or did you say Dominus? Dominus. 
Dominus. Okay, I think Domina yeah. might be the female. Yeah, of a, this a, is U.S., not A. Okay. So I, it would be Dominus. male. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So Bonnie's or Ronnie's body contorted violently um, for several minutes. Then he sits up, smiles, and says, he's gone. And that was it. They never got the demon's name. Uh, he explained a little bit here. Okay. Uh, well, Ronnie left later. With his Did parents. you say it's Arch Angel Michael or Gabriel? What was it, Michael? You said it came Michael. Down? Saint Michael. Michael. Yeah. yeah, you don't really need the demon's name if he's coming down. I think you're gonna be okay. He's gonna wear yeah. a mask. Yeah. <clears throat> he he described it like he said that. Uh, <clears throat> you know, yeah. Before he said that he'd seen like this dark figure, and it just gotten smaller and smaller. He said he saw like a figure that looked like a knight that fought these things off and pushed them back behind this gate. And after he closed the gate and closed it at the top of the gate, it said spite. Really? So that may have been the demon's name. Spite. Okay. Yeah. Um, I didn't really write that down just because I was like, no, oh, we're already like page 47 into this. Um, <clears throat> I'm glad you threw that part in there. That gave me a little bit of chills. When you said, yeah. Close the gate. Said close the gates of spite. Um, <laughs> So 12 days after um, this, um, April 24th, his parents and Ronnie both, they all went back to Maryland. And then two years later, they would reunite with Father Bodern and Father Bishop on a visit to St. Louis. And that would be the last time they would ever meet. Uh, as I stated in the very first part of the first episode, Ronnie grew up, went to college, graduated with degrees in chemical engineering and psychology. He ended up working for NASA, uh, invented ceramic insulation, which they use on the space shuttles to prevent from burning up on reentry into the atmosphere. Um, and then several years later, <clears throat> this gentleman by the name of William Peter Blatty mm -hmm. would uh, see this article written by the Lutheran priest recounting the tale of the haunted boy. And he would go on to write The Exorcist and release it in 1971, followed in 1973 by the screenplay he adapted for a film, which he also produced. So I used to know the director too, but I can't think of it right now. But um, director, da, 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 I've got it written down somewhere. Frederick King. Uh, Frederick King? Did you say Frederick King? No, no, that wasn't true. <laughs> I can't think of his name. There's lots it, of uh, Friedkin. 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 Okay. Friedkin. Yeah. I was yeah. close. Yeah. Yeah. I knew it was William Peter Blatty that wrote the book. And then I know he was consulted with in the movie too, right? Yes. Or, yes. or code. He, well, he, he, he produced it. Produced it. Yeah. So there's lots of weird shit that happened with the movie too. And lots of weird shit associated with the movie. Um, I think it was the movie was originally scheduled for 85 days of photography took over 200 uh it went over budget by 2.5 million which would be like 12 and a half million today uh, I, I know they still lot. made their money back on that bad boy but that was oh, still oh, that's yeah, a yeah, lot yeah. yeah that's a lot it cost the studio uh 12 million dollars to make it Fuck. yeah this is back then that's a lot of yeah, fucking money that's a lot um it'd be like a marvel movie today oh yeah cost yeah to make. I think it was delayed several times. Uh, let's see here. Six weeks 
delayed after a bird flew into a circuit breaker on the house set, starting a fire that destroyed all of them except for Reagan's room. Creepy. Yeah, a little bit. Uh, later on, another set was severely damaged by sprinkler systems. I, uh, I remember my grandma used to tell me a story about a bird in the house meant somebody that somebody was going to die. See? Really? Yeah. You never heard that? Not in that. No, I haven't heard that. I've heard uh, like <laughs> cardinals or dead relatives coming to visit and stuff like that. Um, oh, I heard if there's a bird in your house, it means somebody's going to die. Hmm. Well, hopefully I don't see a bird in my house. Well, it was after, I remember it so well. I was a little kid because it was after my great-grandma died and they were over mm-hmm. there taking stuff out of her house. Okay. And a bird flew out of my great-grandma's house. When my grandma was standing there with the door open, it flew out and flew past her. And I just remember she started bawling. And then grandpa told me, I think grandpa told me what that meant. I was just like, Okay, well, I'll remember that for everything. So, okay, great. Well, gotta go. Bye bye. <laughs> no birds. Yeah. Let's see here. Uh, uh, okay. What else happened here? The statue of Pazuzu uh, was shipped to Hong Kong instead of Iraq, which caused a two week delay. Uh, there were many injuries. Let's see. Uh, Linda Blair had uh-huh. constant back injuries. Uh, in the scene where she gets possessed and throws Reagan throws Chris backwards. Uh-huh. Um, it left her unable to film for two weeks and on crutches for the rest of the shoot with a uh, fractured coxal coccyx. Well, uh, I think that's your butt bone. Uh, oh, okay. That's, that's painful too. So if, yeah, Linda Blair fractured her lower spine after being too loosely strapped to the rocking bed, which they used in the, a take, like a final take for the film. Make well, it stop. It's more Make real. It stop. That yeah, one, it's more that's real. Yeah. real. Yeah. Well, oh, okay. So it was beat. It was actually torturing her ass, and she was. Yes. Yes. Because the director was been like, "Man, she's really killing these lines." No, you're broke killing her, her fucking back. Hell. Yeah. And I wonder, uh, I, I, I've not watched that movie in a long time. Did they I think even it's on call Netflix it? right now. Oh, I own it. It's just I haven't watched it in a while. Did they even call it Pazuzu until the second one? I don't think they referred to it um, as Pazuzu 2. Part 2 is the heretic, right? Yeah. And yeah, it's Pazuzu I think that's all right. over that one. But I don't, yeah. think they, I don't think they called it Pazuzu in the first one. It was Captain Howdy. Yeah. And then, yeah. Uh, let's see what else happened. Carpenter thought it cut his thumb off. Uh, lighting technician lost a toe on the set, like in different accidents. Um, let's see here. Da, 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 da. Several people had uh, families, members die. Uh, let's see here. I'm going to try to let's see. Linda Blair's grandfather died during the first week of production. Uh, Max von Sydow had to return to Sweden after his first day shooting when his brother died. Uh, and then one of, uh, Miller's sons nearly died when a motorcycle hit him. Uh, Fuck. yeah. Oh, there was oh, a- the really, the really crazy one was, uh, Paul Bateson, who was the technician in the, uh, angiography scene. He was okay. actually, he was actually a, a nurse or a technician. Um, he was convicted of murdering a journalist named Addison Verrill. 
like after the film's like three years after the film was released. Yeah. Yeah. Oh boy. Yeah. Ooh, okay. That's a lot of stuff. I, I thought there was a lot of stuff to deal with the Poltergeist movie, but that's, uh, that's more. That's more. Like Twilight that's Zone more. was the one I thought was the weird one. The Twilight Zone. That's where the kids died on the helicopter and stuff. Oh, okay. That, that yeah. Twilight Zone movie. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I mean, this was like the first horror movie to like hit these numbers. I think it made 193 million uh, oh. in the box office lifetime gross of 441 million uh, with all the, you know, the Merch several sales. re-releases they've done. Yeah. Yeah. And then it was t-shirts the highest, and yeah, it was the highest grossing R rated horror film unadjusted for inflation until the new it came out. Next chainsaw didn't even beat it. Fuck no. It was number one. Yeah. <sighs> it was the first for- horror film to be nominated for the Academy Awards for Best Picture, as well as nine others. So, Damn. yeah. Well, it was, it's one of those things that when, it's just like my dad told me, he's like, no, that was the scariest damn thing that had ever been out. So everybody yeah. that heard that wanted to go out and watch that movie. It's just like whenever, I remember I was sitting here, it was Paranormal Activity, the first one, like a preview came on, mm-hmm. uh, like a trailer for it. That it was the scariest movie ever made, and they they're talking to all these people after the movie, and I automatically just grab my phone and call my brother. I'm like, "Dude, we're going to the we're going to the cinema real quick. <laughs> you come come with me. We're gonna yeah. go watch this movie because I knew my wife wouldn't go." And I watched, and I was like, "Damn it, they got me." I didn't think it was that scary, but the the trailer in, uh, the trailer went, drove went, me in. I went to watch that in the theater with with uh, Beth, my wife, and I think mm-hmm. I, I think Grant and Stephanie. I think we all went and saw it. And I just remember uh, there were several people in, in the back of the theater. It was packed. And I, mm. I heard for the first time, run, run. run. I actually did. And I, was, I just fucking cracked up in the middle of it. But I don't think I went in my attic for like three days after that. I know uh, my wife did go. We went and watched The Ring. I know we went and watched it. And then we went yeah, and watched the movie The Others. And that was one movie where... Like, if I would have taken my arm and just raised it up and down, I think she still would have been wrapped around it because she was fucking terrified. <laughs> so she doesn't like to go watch horror movies in the theater anymore. But Yeah. So I watch them at home. I know when we lived in the trailer, back when we lived in the trailer, she her our seat chairs were, like, set across from each other because she, she likes a recliner, and I always use just, like, a regular chair with an ottoman. Right. So we were watching The Grudge. I got all the lights off watching this movie. Next thing I know, I... I feel something. She's sitting on the arm of my chair. She's like, I'm not sitting over there. <laughs> oh. All right. To wrap this up, Matt, some people okay. say that this thing is all, this kid just had mental illness or something. Just gets a you don't levitate with mental illness. Exactly. That's, that's what I'm saying. I don't give a fuck if you believe right. in the devil, because the devil believes in you. And it's, the greatest it's one trick of those... he ever pulled was making you believe he didn't exist. exist. Yeah. Uh, it, I think, I, I can you could brush off a lot of it as being this or that, and I'm not going to go into all of the names because they've got a hundred different things that they say it could be. But if you levitate or speak languages you don't know, your ass is possessed. Yeah. What do you? Yeah. That nope. and you can. Uh, yeah. Stuff just magically appears on appears you. Appears on your yeah. body. Yeah. There's yeah. no. I don't think that's an actual skin condition that spells out shit. <laughs> yeah. Nope. Yeah. I'm out. I mean, we all like tattoos, but come on, be real. Yeah. 
I wonder if any of them scarred. I wonder if any of them scarred and stayed with him. Apparently, these were all very like superficial, and like some of the time, they would disappear the next day. They would be gone. Like you couldn't even tell. Ooh. Yeah, that's creepier somehow. Yeah, super is super super creepy. Yeah, I don't like that. All right. Well, once again, if you want to read this book, it's goes into so much detail. I left so much out. I, like I said, I just stuck to the entries in this exorcist diary, but the book is called the devil came to St. Louis. And this is the uncensored version. Uh, the latest version, the true story of the 1949 exorcism by Troy Taylor. You can find it on Amazon, Kindle, all that good stuff. Um, but yeah, it was, it was interesting and it was, uh, nice not to hear like about murder or poo for a minute. Was- Speaking of which, if you guys are wanting the Albert fish book, all you have to do is send in a story or something like that, and I'll just mail it to you. Or, you know, if you want to leave us a voicemail on Spotify, yeah. you can do that. Voicemail leave us Spotify? a voicemail like, yeah, I'll check that out, and we'll send it to you. Yeah. We'll get in touch. No problem. I, my wife would be happy for me to get it out of the house. I never intend on reading it again, so. It smells like shit. Yeah. It's a rough one. Mm-hmm. I'm glad we got that out of the way. We don't have to do it again. And plus on the Spotify thing, it'll ask you if you, if you want to, if you just want to download the episode to listen to it, or you can download the video with it and watch it Yeah, through, through Spotify. So that's, that's pretty cool if you guys didn't know that. Yeah. That's why we switch, man. Everybody mm-hmm. wants to see your pretty face. <laughs> that's what it is. I need to get a bag put over my head, but other than that, we're good. No, this is the face of a guy who just got off the road and was awake for way too long. <laughs> similar. <Yeah>. Very similar. <laughs> I haven't yeah. had a shave. And... Yeah. Looks good tired. on you, buddy. Yeah. Good on you. Well, that will wrap it up for this week, I think. Um, thanks for continuing to like, rate, and review the podcast. Um, we yes. mentioned this a couple times. If you want to get a hold of us, you can email us at hmfppod at gmail.com. You can leave us a voicemail on Spotify or... You can just yell real loud, and we'll yell back when we yeah. hear it. Most likely hear it. You fucked up and said something wrong. I'll, I'll, I'll apologize later, I promise. Oi, 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 oi. I'll start apologizing before you before I hear it from you, I guarantee it. So if you listen to the past episodes, and you're like, that wasn't right, he fucked up. Listen to a couple episodes in the future, and I'll be like, yeah, I heard that part that I fucked up. <laughs> I'll fix it. Oh. Uh. Matt, this is uh, this is fun. Just this was it's old and, school. Uh, and after the last episodes that we did, those last two that we did, it felt good to do because it would. This one would have been more terrifying. It's kind of fucked up that. when we say this is a palate cleanser, isn't it? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> a possessed little boy. He's a palate cleanser. For oh, it lasts God rest his soul. Yeah. Hmm. All right. Well, we'll see you guys next Tuesday. Until then, I'm Zach. Spar. Later. Later. It's What's my line, Zach? What's my line?